Linux OTC. Welcome to episode six. We're your hosts. I'm Bill. I'm Norbert. And I'm Leo. Yeah. All right. So we got three topics, I suppose, today we was wanting to talk about. Obviously, we're going to get into the uh, TikTok thing, but also um, literally developing in real time is this thing with uh, Docker. Um, and then uh, Leo wants to talk about his uh, framework laptop. Which Not my framework. A different not yet, framework. anyway. Oh, you're right. That's the one. <laughs> Apparently, there's been some developments for that. So, yeah, cool. Um, you know, it's... Uh, so, what, what do we say about TikTok? Let's start with that. Let's get that out of the way. Okay. Um, so, TikTok. Got to check ourselves on this one, man. Be careful. <sighs> Be careful. Mm, I don't know how careful I want to be about it because I think the number one problem is that I think people that don't understand technology should probably not be making decisions for the rest of us. Well, the way it's supposed to work, and, the way it's supposed to work is people that don't understand technology that also write laws are supposed to get people that do understand technology to explain it to them in a way that they could write laws. I mean, okay. not everybody's going to be a techno person. Um, you're going to have technophobes, but you're supposed to surround yourself with people smarter than you. That's the point. <laughs> That's how it's supposed so, to work. Yeah, and I agree. And and I wonder, though, that somehow in the process of trying to accumulate the right people in your staff that know these things, um, uh, is it like anything else? You're looking for people that are, are bought into the same narrative that you are. You well, know? I think that's what happens, yeah. Yeah. So I, I wonder if, if it, it doesn't even seem to matter that you've got technical people on staff. Uh, I mean, you got you got like the Jafar people. Y'all seen Aladdin? You got Jafar <laughs> folks yeah. like slithering into your ear, telling you things that aren't true. Um, and then you look real dumb at those hearings, right? Uh, I, I can't. Oh, imagine. the questions they were asking. I, oh my I gosh! I can't imagine. Are you one hundred percent positive that bad things will never, ever, ever happen? Like, no one could ever say yes to that question. No one. And they, they these are things they're aware of, is that these are loaded questions oh, yeah. that know. have no way, that, that are designed to do nothing except display the fact that somebody cannot come up with an answer. Well, you, what's it. funny is they're, they're getting these little clips so they can put them on TikTok. That's, that's what's happening. What are, <laughs> yeah. what are hearing specifically about TikTok? Uh, okay, so here in the United States... Um, I don't know, maybe you could describe this better, Leo, but the bottom line is here in the United States, uh, there there's a huge push, a bipartisan push. These guys can't agree on what day it is, but they can agree that TikTok should be banned from the United States. Yeah, I've been hearing about uh, that, I think, for about yeah. four years now. And yeah. for all of the problems that we have that need fixing, this is the thing that is getting the most bipartisan support. This is a level of, this is like 9-11 levels of bipartisan support where TikTok is uh, viewed upon as a method for a foreign country to gather usable information on our citizens and 
it's all so convoluted, but it's it's because people the kind of questions that were at being asked in the in the hearing were things like, "Can you one hundred percent assure me that this app cannot access the uh, basically can the you wireless have, credentials?" Yeah, and and send data back to um, CCP, the CCP, right? Like and had I'd been there, I probably would have made it worse. <laughs> Because if I'd have been there, I'd have said, well, if any application can access wireless credentials, then the problem is not with that application. It's with Android and iOS. Uh, uh, so think... these these uh, kind of things might be better addressed by a, uh, auditing the source code and not in a hearing. Uh, maybe, <laughs> but uh, I think the problem is um, that it's um, that they're they're being very xenophobic about it, right? Like, yeah, TikTok does things that every social media app does on every device yeah that's the thing facebook this, has been uh, caught doing the exact same things that right is- there i think you you called it what it is though um the fact that it's not facebook it's not google yeah it's not any american it's companies obvious. it's it's um, obvious it's because it's not an american company that that we're real pissed off about it and that we're trying to oust it um yeah. i think what we need instead of xenophobic fervor to get rid of an app that I mean, lots of folks use. I I I don't. Uh, uh, I don't like. TikTok. I use it. I'm not afraid like, to admit it. No, look, look. I I use it through my wife. There's some funny stuff out there. I I think it's hilarious. Yeah. It's great. But I think what we need instead of trying to get rid of this app is the the people that are trying to get rid of the app need to instead work on privacy laws for us so that. When an app comes along that is from another country that we're going to get real mad about, you have to follow the law or we oust you. Like, we should have the rules instead of just being mad about something like this. We should be mad at Facebook. We should be mad at Google. And we should be mad about every single company out there that are using our data to just make cash hand over fist and that's not good, man. Our our it's, privacy yeah, is worth more than throwing Microsoft cents. for good measure as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Throw Microsoft in there, please. Yes. What's interesting is that this uh, discussion is kind of reminding me of what uh, has was going on with uh, the the in the EU and the American companies, where the, the EU uh, accused um, Facebook of uh, not being compliant with GDPR, and then Facebook yeah. said uh, that what they are asking is not uh, viable for them and then the EU said uh, well no Facebook said uh, that uh, it, if it comes to that uh, they could they would have to just leave the EU and the EU said oh. okay go ahead oh please don't yeah. do and it's interesting exactly because it's what we want it's interesting because it's the same companies <laughs> in in Europe uh, that are everyone's using so Facebook yeah. and and uh, and even TikTok and everything. Yeah, like like and, really, uh, Facebook's gonna leave millions of dollars, billions of dollars no. on the table just to make a stand. <laughs> no, they won't. They'll take their cut, what they can get. They will. That's just how these, so, these companies roll. The other interesting thing about Google and Facebook is that these are these companies should be like rolling guns blazing into this story in support for TikTok because if you can ban TikTok you set the precedence that you can ban anything one visibly absent 
force of nature right now is any of these other tech companies, any of these other uh, content provider platforms coming to TikTok's rescue. Now, why why is that? I wonder. Because they're going to benefit and when TikTok's because gone. Because they are going to benefit, and perhaps they are part of the force that has uh, brought this whole thing uh, in to begin with. Yeah, monopolies, or at least, uh, what do you call those, duopolies, triopolies, whatever you want to call it. Um, without too much effort, and the government's going to do it for us? Yeah, yeah. let's fund, some, let's fund some, uh, some Congress people. I mean, it's, it's inescapable, the idea that the, the, the one thing above all else that's going on here is that you've got a foreign company that is eating Facebook's lunch, that's eating Instagram's lunch, that's that's providing a service that cannot be yeah, does anybody outdone. Actually, does anybody actually watch Instagram Reels? Not on I, purpose. I never have. <laughs> I've seen one or two YouTube shorts in that just because, you know, the, a lot of the same providers will make content for all three or I don't even know how many there are yeah. now, at least three platforms. And uh, um, and I'll see them from time to time, but it's nowhere near as prolific as, uh, as TikTok is. Yeah. Well, anyway, when, when I heard that it was, it's very likely to happen, I suppose, um, I announced on Facebook that if it does happen, I was going to post a tutorial on how to get around it. <laughs> Yeah. But the reality is, even if I can help people, uh, and it and it depends greatly on how they block it. If they just block the app, then it's just a simple matter of side loading an APK on an Android or or uh, some sort of VPN solution. Well, that that still change. kicks off all of the Apple folks. That's going to be well. A if you if you can get a VPN going on the Apple device and trick the device into thinking it's in literally anywhere else in the world. Yeah. Then you can get the app and once you've got the app, you know, I wonder about that. There are there are US carrier tied Apple devices that you can buy. When you buy them from the carrier, they're usually tied to the carrier. I wonder mm. if there's not something. Uh I guess I guess I'd 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 have to ask someone with one of those types of devices. <laughs> if you have an Apple device that's tied to a US carrier, I'm curious. Can yeah, you, if and when this does happen, I'm going to have some research to do, and I don't have an Apple yeah, device. Yeah, can so. you swap to, to like a Canada VPN and get, uh, I don't know, use the Canadian App Store? I, want, I don't Is it different? I don't know. I think, uh, I think so, yeah. What I App mean, Store you can different. use, is, isn't it tied to what uh, bank account, you, where you have your bank account? Oh, no. see? See? I hope not. Oh, that's going to be well, a then, good one. Hmm. That's I mean, going to be isn't so that I've heard that. It's going to be a lot of bad thing? What was that? Isn't that already a thing? I don't know. I, I don't try to get apps from different app stores. So, <laughs> well, on Android you're sorted. So what? I'll, the first thing I'll tell these people is go get an Android tablet. Okay, you're to do not your... sorted though. You you make it sound like it's easy to just flop Android on there, but it's not. And it, you make it sound like it's super duper easy to get a VPN that'll get you overseas or whatever, but it's not. For for people that are in the same boat as the yes. congressmen and women that are making these decisions. It ain't that simple. No, it's going to take somebody looking after them. And right. for some people, and, I will help people as much as I can. But is TikTok that valuable? Um, for me, it's just, you know what? Screw you. This is how you do it anyway. Uh, you know, see, that's, so you're just ornery. That's, right. And the, of course, it doesn't. The biggest problem is going to be the content creators after this does happen. 
most of your American content creators are going to go bye-bye. They're going to go somewhere else. They're going to go to YouTube. They're, I mean, yeah. YouTube shorts, that's where it's going to be. That's going to that's where it's going to be. I just I want to be able to demonstrate how fragile the whole concept is that you can get rid of this, but you're not going to you cannot take something that exists in cyberspace. There's a word we haven't heard in a while. <laughs> and uh <laughs> and completely remove it from the story completely you know that again people that don't understand technology should just sit down and shut up honestly isn't i was hoping it's, it's not about the technology though it's not about it that's not what this is about isn't silo right to well be the thing on ios see that's the other thing i was that was kind of hoping because there's something going around with GDPR and all that stuff where they're demanding, or is that here in the States? I don't know. That, I think it's over here, but does that mean it will be a thing in the U.S. as well? Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Because is that it's, they, it's not like the USB-C, which is easiest to just implement everywhere. If it's a software thing, they can just say, okay, we are going to comply with this in Europe, but we're not going to let uh, people anywhere else to sign out. Yeah. And and I have a feeling it'll be that way. Plus, it it you know I know where you can get an APK. Uh, it's not going to be quite so obvious. Where I don't even know what the Apple, what the iOS package is. You don't because if there, you if don't there is such load. a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I mean, sure it's, you can, but I mean, it, you have to jailbreak your phone, and then like half the yeah. stuff doesn't work on your phone anymore. Nobody's going to do that because they're all yeah, under Apple warranty. They're going right. So, I don't know. This will be a developing story, and it is it is a heavily emotionally charged topic. Um, oh, I'm happy to see him go. I just want the rest of them to go, too. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people that make their living off of TikTok, and there's a, the thing I love about it is it brings out a level of creativity that I didn't even know existed in normal human beings. Um, yeah, if you, you sit... YouTube did that before YouTube was bought by Google. Uh, we, we can yeah. we can do that again. The internet is amazing. The internet, but it, that was in a time when devices weren't sitting in everybody's hand. Sure, you know where you could, and you had unlimited data and all that kind of stuff that at your disposal. I mean, watching video. I mean, in that time, arguably, most people didn't have a computer that could really, or the internet service that could handle um, watching videos. It was it was a little uh, precarious in those days. A lot of people were still on. Uh, dial up at the time google bought youtube you know oh yeah downloading a video was uh, it was terrible <laughs> it was almost you almost had to like set it up and then go to work and then come home and hope that it didn't i mean that's how i had to do napster <laughs> <laughs> napster yeah limewire and morpheus and oh no those those were those were nothing compared to napster uh napster Aries. was amazing Napster opened the floodgates, I think, yeah. for poor Napster man. They they went they went good. Uh, they're they're like a subscription service now, and nobody uses them. Now nah, they're they're owned by somebody. <laughs> so sad. Legit, yeah. The guy that started it, I think he's he's doing okay. We needn't worry about him. And uh, he's kind of like that guy that started MySpace. That was one weird thing that popped up when when all this started. Like somebody, you know, the universe Tom, pours vacuum. Tom, come back. The, well. I mean, MySpace already exists, and, and it still exists, and it is a no. already stood up. I, I, I sign into it from time to My, time. MySpace to... exists the same way Napster exists. It's not the same, <laughs> it's, it's, and like this. But it's all. It's about. It's about 
media, though. I mean, it's set yeah, it's up to be. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, it uh, it could be a replacement. I just do. We really want an American no. company. I don't. I don't want something like that. But of course, I'm not a politician, and if I was, nobody would listen to me anyway. So, you know, speaking of emotionally charged subjects, <laughs> Docker. Um, so if anybody's not been keeping up, um, one, one thing going on with Docker is, okay, so at some point prior to March 16th, Docker sent out an email to all of the Docker free team, quote unquote, uh, members, letting them know, know that, uh, their projects would be removed from GitHub and this, uh, this of course, well, not GitHub. It's uh, the or, or not GitHub. Uh, it's the it's about Docker the, Hub. I'm the, sorry, where the uh, container images are stored, hosted. Right, and which I mean, the the proper shitstorm uh, occurred after which, and on the 16th, they issued a blog post stating that they screwed up the implementate or they screwed up the uh, communication of what was getting ready to happen, which happens in open source for some reason. But um, it was one of those things, sorry, we, we described it wrong, we, we released it wrong, um, but we're still doing it. And then as of today, uh, and let me make sure I'm right on this, March 24th, actually, so yesterday, uh, they released a blog statement sta uh, stating that they were no longer sunsetting the free team plant, which basically amounted to... A lot. Of, well, what they were trying to do, I suppose, was um, end free support for projects on Docker Hub that had a clear commercial path. Yeah, basically, there are three tiers: the the basic one, the personal one. When you have, I think, you have a a limit on how much uh, download you can have of a project, and then there's right. the the there's the there's the the second one, this free one, and there's the paid one. And a lot of open source, big open source projects were using the free one. And uh, so they would, if it was, if it was discontinued, they would either have to go to the, the to the limited one or the paid one. And uh, most of these projects don't make enough money for uh, them to. So it's like $400 yeah, or something like that year. a month. But it, yeah, it's per yeah. year, right? Oh, per year. Was it per year? Okay. I think it was per year, but I'm not sure now. Maybe it's per month. But that's, that's a non-zero number for sure. And. I mean, we've already got a problem with open source funding. Um, and I mean, of course, yeah, that, that's the same problem that Docker Inc. is suffering right now is the problem that they were going to, I guess they were looking to pass off onto their, uh, the people that were using their infrastructure. But no I mean, I use lunches. That's the, I, that was the rallying call of Docker Inc. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I don't know. What the answer to this is, because this whole thing stands on people. If you if you enjoy the projects, if you're getting value out of the projects that you use, then you should uh, contribute back to those projects as be as best you can. The the problem is that most people do not. The vast majority majority of people do not, and there are some people who are philosophically opposed to paying for anything in open source. And Why? so, how do you deal with that? What a what a weird so, what a weird take. Hold on. People that are philosophically opposed to paying for open software. Yeah. Huh? Well, because it's it's this uh 
They want they want the free as in freedom, but also free as in beer, and that is it. They live in a dream world, I think, where the internet and all of the stuff on it is the property of the people. The open source fairies pay for the yeah. development of this stuff. Right. And they bring, you know, they bring everybody groceries every week and Right, right. They pay for your daycare and no yeah. joke. And then DoorDash just shows up with like Wendy's and whatever. <laughs> what? What? But it exists. I mean, and it, and it's Why? not a I want to talk It's a non-zero number of people. I mean, yeah, yeah, right into the show. Let us know what you think about that. Um huh, philosophically opposed to paying for software. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, because there's a human behind that. I what? Uh okay. But you know what? Well, you got this you got this sort of Stallmanite idea that Yeah, but even Stallman pays for stuff. Yeah, I was thinking that I wonder if free... they're against paying for it or if they're against the expectation of paying for what, it. What is the difference? Oh like, god, like, everything. If if I create something and I stick a PayPal thing there or whatever, that okay, Libra pay. Let's be free about things. I put Libra pay there. Then someone that might have paid for it won't pay for it because I'm asking? Yeah. What? I didn't say it made sense. Oh, my. Yeah. Right into the show. Please explain this to me. Yeah. Because what I don't want to do is I don't want to straw man this argument because I feel like that's what I'm already doing. So tell me what this means. Why, If, if you hold this idea that it's just improper to pay for software or you just don't want to pay for software, uh, why? Why? That is a... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it should be I mean if anybody wonders what I think. I think these pro, you know, you ought to be able to have a method of doing these things if you, whether you can afford it or not. That being said, um if you can't afford it, you need to help. Yeah. I mean And if they're and and uh, sure there's there's you carve out the caveat for the guy that just doesn't have money. Yeah. Sure. I, I don't think anybody would would look down on that. But I mean, you got you got an extra dollar just sitting there. Yeah, FlatHub is working on the, a solution similar to the elementary yeah, and store, all so, of these, all so of that you can have... are gonna stop using Flatpak because or FlatHub at least because of it. Maybe, maybe not. But, I don't know. But I wonder about that. I wonder if people that are so opposed to funding an open source, if they're uh, or well, if they're the people that are opposed to paying for software. If they'll stop using flat packs, which will still be available for but free, isn't, they're definitely uh, not using elementary. <laughs> aren't free uh, free licenses mainly for the 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 source code? Because you know the Libre software means you are free to to uh, you are free to study the code and change it and redistribute the code. Right, but it's so not about the code. just because the code is licensed under Libre, and I'm I'm saying Libre just. So that sure. I to underscore that it's not free as in beer in a Libre license. A lot of software projects have their source code available, but they will charge for pre-compiled binaries. And I I kind of like that approach because it compile it com it uh, uh it complies with the free license, but it still lets them have a source of income, and it still means that the the source code can be audited. And you know it's what? transparent. That, yeah, but that's the thing, right? And, like, I'm, uh, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that every uh, free pro free software project should uh, pay all their binaries. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it 
being a free and open source project doesn't mean you have to be also free of charge. Right, but that that if if the source code is free, then you just have somebody on GitHub fork it and uh, create the binaries for free. Yes, but, and then everybody yeah. can use that project. But instead. that's that's one less resource that you're putting into it. You know, maybe maybe there is something to that. Um, provide the source code for free because there's really no way without making without using another type of license. But then, if you want a binary, you're going to have to throw us a buck or yeah, two. Yeah, that, that's know? what I'm saying though. Like, what what's stopping anybody from just compiling them uh, and then, and then offering them up? Yeah, but that's that's where the that's where the pay what you want model comes in that Elementary is using, because you yeah, can't but everybody just hated you, that because like oh because you had to actually type zero in the box oh woe is me how terrible yeah. that I have to tell you I don't want to pay you anything oh my heart well then I wonder then though if the Elementary model might be successful though because it is paying two full time salaries yeah I I, I get the the accessibility part of that. Uh, where it was, it was not clear for a while that you could put zero in the box. Um, I don't know if it is now, but uh, if it's not, you sh- this should be there. Yeah. there should be a dollar yeah. that or zero dollar one that you should click. You, you don't, you don't have a click. You got to actually type zero. Right, right. Yeah, okay, but then, if, it's, if it's not, then let's clear say that, that there can, is. Was that? Okay, then let's say that there is a zero dollar button that you can just press. Yeah. And. I'm, I don't know what the exact implementation of uh, what FlatHub is doing will be, but I think it will it will be imp- also implemented in things like GNOME software and uh, KDE Discover. So you can have a I don't even know if the elementary store app store with the for paying for apps has a zero dollar button. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it's not a button. You got to type zero in. Yeah, yeah but you, I'm wondering. Uh, I think it asks every time you upgrade, like. Do yeah. you want to change this? Unless you've paid, but for it never it. stops you. It ne- it never stops you, and it never paywalls you, or it, and it never. Uh... And it and it does not ask if you do it in the command line. Wait, can you can yeah, you set a monthly true. recurring payment for apps in Elementary? I don't know. That would also be cool. That, I that don't would know. also be cool. I mean, I I would love to have uh, that convenient way, so I can just if I download the uh, the software that I'm using uh, often. To be able to just like on Patreon, to be able to set like a one dollar per month uh, recurring payment for uh, all of the apps that I have installed, or maybe just a subset of the apps I have installed, uh, and like GNOME software would uh, handle it automatically. And maybe in a way that if I uninstall them, uninstall the software, it will ask me, "Do I want to stop this payment?" Yeah, I mean that'd be pretty cool. I'd like that. All right. Well, I think we beat that. About as much as I care to. Um, write in, let us know what you think about that whole thing. Because this whole thing with Docker, I mean, this isn't the last time we're going to hear a story like this. No, they I'm, they took away the free thing, but then they gave it back, right? We didn't even talk about they that They gave part. it right back. So, yeah, yesterday was the latest blog post where they said, and they, they to their credit, uh, the message is, after listening to feedback and consulting our community, it's clear that we made the wrong decision in sunsetting our free team plan. Last week, we felt our communications were terrible, but our policy was sound. It's now clear that both the communications and the policy were wrong, so we're reversing course and no longer sunsetting the free team plan. Now, uh, the optimist would say, that's great. Thanks a lot. And then go back to what we're doing. The pessimist would say, yeah, well, 
you're just going to chip away at it piece by piece oh, I, until I I, until I, we... That's where I'm at. They're, they're going to do this again. <laughs> they're just going to craft the communication just... and the policy better. And it'll be, or slight. they'll do it slowly. They'll, they'll, they'll kind of like one step at a time start removing certain things well, I, until they end up where they wanted to be in the first place. I think they found out pretty quick once, uh, once they started to sunset this and said, "Well, don't worry, there was the open source one that you could apply to." And then they, they looked at the backlog that they had. I mean, it was, it was group after team after group after team saying, "We've never heard anything when we applied, and we, we." qualify but we've never heard anything so and now they had to uh start working on that right i don't know man uh I, yeah it's coming back it'll happen again doctors doctors and doctor needs money so it's coming back i worry about this a little bit because i i mean i lean on a lot of docker technology um my jellyfin server my the collabora server that is giving us the uh next cloud office functionality that is a docker image um what else oh an audio what is that what is that called audio book server or whatever the thing that uh joe turned me on to Mopity? that's a docker image i don't know no it's it's an audio book thing i just know he said actually the word pretty mopity a lot <laughs> so yeah i i worry that the things that i use is going to be part of this thing because and, and i don't know i don't think that the that Jellyfin falls under a category of a of a clear commercial path, but um, there you go. Um, so watch this space. Hopefully, this thing won't come back to bite us again. But it's just one more. It's one more sort of sloppy misstep in the the process of a company fledgling in the effort to come up with a funding model you know it it almost feels like desperation sometimes and you don't want something like docker to go away you don't want it to get bought up i mean they they were offered a lot of money or what seemed like a lot of money Wait, what, hold on. Back. so google docker wouldn't be a good thing what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> i think they were they were offered uh microsoft offered a couple billion something like that at some point yeah. and they they turned it down and you know now of course but you know do we want microsoft running Docker, uh, I don't know. I probably don't. No, let but TikTok buy it, it. Oh yeah, there you go. Then we'd be in Congress. Boy, they would really, they really wouldn't know the right questions to ask for something like that, would they? Out of these <laughs> Congress hearings, I've only ever seen the the one, the first one with Zuckerberg. And that yeah, that wait, no, I recently there was one with the uh, I think Google CEO. Yeah. And uh, and see, these people are successful in. Uh, conveying their message to the congressmen you know they'll get their little they'll come in for a bit of a hand slapping and then sent on their way with some very minor i don't even know if they were sanctioned at all or or what and almost nothing changes you know something like this happens we bring in the ceo but it feels like it's for no other reason than to bring this dirty little foreigner in front of all of our uh learned uh learned men and women of <laughs> men and women of uh, law you know and it's uh, it's a bloodbath but you know more on that later watch the space and all that anyway moving on uh the framework laptop no 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 the framework laptops because okay because there is now a 16 inch option uh man 
when this laptop came out, came out, uh, the only refrain I ever heard was, "Oh, it's a nice idea, but it'll flop. I don't like a 13-inch laptop, and these repairable laptops, they, well, they just never go anywhere." Well, Framework's still here. They've been, uh, they, they, what, uh, last year. They added a 12th gen Intel model. So the first model was an 11th gen. That's what I have. That's what I'm recording on. It's what I've been using for the past like year and a half. Yeah, I got mine right before they announced the 12 stuff. Um, and it's been fantastic. Uh, the, the only, I guess, downside is uh, the, the screen resolution. Uh, 200 is a little too big. Uh, 200 scaling is a little too big. 100 scaling is a little too small. So somewhere in the middle is the, the sweet spot. I think that's 150. But anyway, uh, scaling, as we all know, uh, is not Linux's forte. However, uh, KDE Plasma and uh, GNOME in 44 and beyond are getting real good at it. Uh, I think the last time uh, I've been playing around with Plasma on, uh, on Tumbleweed, and all of my apps scale properly now. Um, yes. They're not blurry. I've got it on, on uh, Arch. And yeah. it's just brilliant now. Yeah. The, so the, the thing about GNOME and the fractional scaling is that no matter what happens, GTK4 still does the upscaling to 200% and then the downscaling to whatever fraction you want. I think and, they had uh, made some updates in 44 that means that that's no longer the case. And in 45 and 46, we're looking at proper implementation. Yeah, I've heard that uh, the proper fractional scaling is only will only be coming in GTK5. So I'm not sure how, but really that is we because... We have to wait till 50? Is that how that's going to work? No, that I it will not. be called 500. It will be known 500. <laughs> you just got to yeah, add zeros every time. Yeah, I, I then I think 6,000. I, yeah, I, and then, and then 70,000, yeah. I'm kind of, of nervous of when it, then the day comes that I have to deal with fractional scaling because I, I have a 14-inch laptop. But the catch is it that it's a 1080p screen so I don't really have to worry about uh, fractional scaling there. I'm looking to uh, upgrade my main monitor, which is also 1080p, to maybe like a 1440 or a 4K monitor. Mm, so 1440 is where it's at, dude. Yeah, yeah. If you don't but, want to uh, scale. Yeah. Well, th that will probably happen. But because since I've been using my laptop more, I'm noticing that things on the on the monitor are a bit too big because I've, I've gotten used to the DPI of the uh, of the laptop. So I think a 1440p monitor will be a good idea if I don't want to do scaling. And on my tablet, I just uh, gave up and left it at 200%. No, right. Because, yeah, because of all the exvalent shenanigans that, that uh, exvalent doesn't really work well with fractional scaling. Yeah, so but I wonder what's going to happen first. Is exvalent going to support fr better fractional scaling first, or is uh, GNOME going to implement it properly? Um, We'll see, I guess. But there will always still be X apps, no matter what you do. So we still have to wait on XVillain regardless. I think the only XVillain yeah. app that I want to be using on the tablet is VLC. I think it. It. I think it's X only because if I, when I look at the VLC options in, in, uh, in Flatseal, I think it doesn't even give it uh, Valent by default, which is well, interesting. Well, find yourself an Electron one, uh, because Chrome and Chromium now have implemented the Ozone thing to do real Wayland support. That's in, that's baked in now, which yeah. means that those, the folks that are building their applications on Electron, when they upgrade their Chromium to what is current now, uh, if they'll, they up, they'll If be, they upgrade their Chromium. Of course, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm optimistic on this one. When they upgrade it, 
um, then they'll take it. They'll be able VLC to based on Electron. Oh, gross. But yes, you got about got about 12 gigs of RAM to spare. Yeah. Well, let's not get off on too, too much of a tangent, because what I want to do is I want to talk about framework. Uh, can, so I, can I quickly plug? Uh, I found a GTK4 based video. It's a front end to MPV. It's called Clapper and I've been using it. It's a video player and it's quite nice. Cool. So it, it, I would probably, and I, I've been using it more than VLC, just because it's more convenient to use on a touchscreen. Well, if it scales. It's better than celluloid, which uh, is also I, GTK. I think, I'm not sure. I, I had both on install, but I will have two, two more comparisons. Celluloid is the, is the predecessor to the uh, GNOME MPV. Yeah. I know that I had a, it was uh, celluloid when I tried it, it was a bit buggy even the touchscreen. But maybe mm. that improved because it, I think it was back then when it wasn't even GTK4. Right on. Leo. All right. So you got uh, a 16 inch option in framework that comes with, uh, I think, five or six. I think it's six of the little pluggable modules. Uh, my favorite thing about the framework is that the little modules on the side, you have four USB C's and a uh, little like. Um, docking little situations there. There's four of them. And you can plug anything you want to in it. HDMI, yeah. uh, display port, uh, extra audio stuff, just a USB-C, USB-A, whatever. Like, go to the marketplace. You can see all of the different options. There's Ethernet there, too. Whatever you want. Uh, so the 16-inch version has six of these, whereas the 13-inch version has four. But the big headline here, and this is something that I was saying, that I want to wait to buy a framework until... They come out with an AMD option. Well, I didn't wait. I bought the Intel one. But they finally came out with the AMD option. It is the, uh, the AMD 7040, I believe. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what the speed. Yeah, there it is. The uh, AMD Ryzen 7040. I don't know how fast that is. Uh, I, I, Passmark doesn't have stats on it yet. So I suppose it's a little too new, too early to tell. But I suppose it should keep pace with whatever Intel 13th gen they're gonna slap in the intel side of these things but um that's gonna be good man i'm looking at the website here and it's uh, it i suppose it's assumable that the 7040 will be available in the 16 but they're not making it clear they're just kind of like coming this year framework laptop 16 well, and then down below that yeah because they, the 16 they, doesn't exist yet like it you can't yeah. get it yet so i don't uh, uh you can't even pre-order it doesn't look like uh i uh, yeah, I think you can. Maybe not. Let me see here. If I can find it in the marketplace. Um, the last time I looked at uh, frameworks pricing, I think I, I think I was surprised by how the the base model was actually cheaper than I, I assumed it would be. And so they've uh, got a f yeah, but I pre-order for the got in two used to having a touchscreen on my laptop. And I, I don't. It's not about. It's not even about using it as a folding it and using it as a tablet. It's just a nice. To, it's just a nice to have feature for me in in la, in a laptop configuration. Yeah. So I think when they release a touchscreen, not not necessarily uh, uh, included. It maybe just well. I assume. I imagine you would be able to pick and choose your screen even when you are buying someone. But anyway, when I when they if or when they release a touchscreen, I might seriously consider buying one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see anything in the in the in the marketplace here for uh, the sixteen. Yeah, and so that's. But there is a pre-order for the AMD Ryzen seventy forty yes. in the thirteen inch. You put down a hundred bucks, and then uh, they'll hold it for you and ship it to you in May. Um, 
And that that is that's fantastic. I don't know if I'm gonna do the pre-order. I'll probably wait until the first batch comes out. I, I'm a little I'm a little conservative when it comes to hardware like that. I like to watch other people have it blow up in their hands before I do. Um, but uh, so I I suppose by the end of the year uh, I might have me one of these. But the reason why I love frameworks oh so much. Not just the pluggable little module thingamajigs that make your laptop into whatever configuration you want to. Not just the high DPI screen. Not just the really decent keyboard. It's the fact that everything inside it is modular, right? Just like the outside. The inside's modular too. So when you get an upgrade, if you go to the 12th gen, 13th gen Intel, or you go the AMD Ryzen route, Cooler Master has partnered with Framework so uh, to create a case that you can use. Uh, it's the Cooler Master mainboard case. You can put the, the Laptop 13 mainboard in it, and you still maintain the pluggable modules, and you're able to power it with external power, and you can just use it as a server. That's amazing, man. You, <laughs> cool. This is something that I love about any company. If you allow me to take your hardware and keep using it after I feel like I'm done with it in the first round, then I love you. This is this is going to reduce a whole lot of waste, man. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And you get to framework is what all computers should yeah. be at this point because you I can would love use to... all the other parts. You put the Ryzen. You have right. a laptop, and now you have this extra laptop now that you can do whatever you want to with. You can turn it into a desktop. <laughs> I right. do. It doesn't and... end up like that. Yeah. The, the thing about uh, this is one of the early uh, Lenovo. Two in one laptops. Yeah. And its casing is is plastic and it's it didn't hold up very well. Yeah. And its screen is even dying. So I was thinking if I could manage to take out the board and put it in a casing and somehow still have proper cooling, I would absolutely use it as a server. Oh yeah. But as yeah. it is now, it's it's not very feasible. Yeah. But maybe framework... I could maybe I could just try to remove the screen and uh, yeah, see if that it, helps and just might. this was being held open by this uh, the case the bottom of the laptop was held on and even the hinge of the screen was being held on in place by super glue wow <laughs> yeah so on top of that right i mean on top of the fact that you don't have to throw anything away you don't have to waste i just anything. literally threw it but onto the bed yeah uh, Framework has also been doing a whole lot of work on their hardware side uh, people complained about the speaker uh, the speakers are downward firing, and when you have it on your lap, yeah, not good. Not so, good. Um, the framework has uh, added uh, an 80 dB option, so it's about 20 dB louder than the previous set of speakers. I haven't gotten my hands on one of these. I do, uh, but I just don't listen to the audio a lot from the laptop itself. So it yeah. it's one of those nice to haves, but not a must have. Uh, but one thing, uh, another thing that that folks have been complaining about is screen wobble. So <clears throat> when you move it around, uh, the screen kind of does this thing, right? I mean, the, the hinges are not the sturdiest hinges in the world, but they made them that way so that you could lift it up with just one thumb, right? So then they came out with a four-kilogram hinge that you could still barely get it up with one finger, but most of the time you had to do the two-finger thing, right? Hold the bottom down while you pull the top up. Uh, but that doesn't bother me. Um, I, don't, I didn't really care too terribly much. Uh, I want to get the four kilogram hinge just to get rid of the wobble. Well, they came out with a second gen 3.5 kilo hinge that'll do the same job as the four kilo hinge, 
but while you still can do the the nice neat one finger uh, open. So I don't think any of my laptops can be opened with one hand. Well, you don't have a framework honestly. yet. That's the answer to your question. Um, yeah. And the last thing, I got one last thing. This is why I love this company so much. This is why I don't think I'll ever buy another laptop. Um, well, another different brand of laptop. Um, they just came out with a new battery. This was the other thing, the last thing that I know of that people were complaining about. The battery that ships with all the frameworks is a 55-watt-hour battery. Uh, you'll get, um, on, the, on the up end, you'll get six hours of battery life. If you're actually using the thing, I can get uh, upwards of eight, but I'm in bed, uh, not using any peripherals. Screen brightness is all the way down because the entire room is dark, and I'm writing. Right, like I'm not, I'm not surfing the web a whole lot. I'm not watching YouTube videos. I'm just writing. So um, I can, I can get seven, eight hours somewhere in that, in that range. Uh, but they did come out with a 61 watt hour battery as well. In this same announcement, a 61 watt hour battery for ten dollars more than the previous battery. Yeah, you can just buy batteries and swap them out, and it is not. Uh, a huge ordeal to do so. You could do the whole job in five minutes. Uh, it's not as cool as the old ones where there was just like a clip and you could pop it out and put a new one in in, in like 28 seconds. Um, you do have to open the chassis, but the, the entire thing is, is impressively easy to do. Um, so the 55-watt-hour battery is on sale for 50 bucks, and the 61-watt-hour battery, when it ships, will be 70 and you better believe I'll be buying the 61 watt hour battery when it uh, when it comes out. That is certainly worth an extra 20 bucks. Give me more battery life. Anyway. Yeah, and you're you're getting yeah. you're you're getting like an extra hour and a half or two hours or something like that. It's it's my, an, it's good. It's my phone's really battery gonna be good. my phone's battery has been deteriorating quite noticeably lately, and I replace it. Yeah, I, I've been quite I've been, predictably. Yeah. yeah, and I've been thinking, <laughs> uh, well, it would be so nice to be able to just. Have a home repair, home repairable battery in phones. I think the EU is pushing for that as well. I don't know how viable it is because people keep mentioning that maybe that would be me. That would mean uh, you would have to give up uh, water resistance and things like that. I would take. I personally would take a replaceable battery any day over water resistance. Yeah, and maybe don't drop your water, your your phone in the water. Even yeah. even when I had uh, waterproof phones, I never even really try to submerge them because well maybe it, if i if i went to a, like like a, a to a sea more often in the summer maybe yeah. i would have a better risk case wait is water resistance even is it also resistant to salt water it should be but every time i ever <laughs> see any of those kinds of advertisements for it they're talking about chlorinated pools <laughs> That's like the only place I ever see it. Or dropping it into a cup of water. Um, I used to think that didn't happen. Uh, and then uh, someone uh, I know very closely did exactly that in a big cup of tea. Like, had the phone in his hand, reaching down for the cup of tea. I don't know how you ended up using the same hand for it. But just whoop. Rotten right, luck. Right into the cup of tea. <laughs> and I was like, huh, that does happen. Wow. <laughs> I, I hope the tea wasn't very hot still. No, this is America. We do cold tea here all day. Okay, it's the South. Mm. I don't know about the rest of America, but here in Texas, <laughs> we do we do uh, unsweet tea or sweet tea. And if you ask oh, for yeah, unsweet yeah, tea, most yeah. of the people look at you weird. And it's all black they tea. They got tea down there so, so, so sweet. It's thick. It's diabetes in a Dude, cup. It's thick. But if you let it sit for five minutes, it just settles. 
to the bottom. Oh, that's see, how no, you know they you didn't do a, it right. They did. You got a crappy. Yeah, that's how you know you got a crappy short. They didn't uh, do it right. Tea. They didn't heat uh, it sweet up. Sweet tea. They tried to stir in the sugar. You have to. What what is it? Super it saturated. It has to be fused. I learned about this in science <laughs> class. You have to you have to uh, allow the sugar to to be super saturated within the water, and to do that, you have to heat up the water to yeah. make it work. And then when it cools you have back to down, bind these molecules. I know, man. It's science, science, right? These it is science. These guys used science to get diabetes, and I love it. I drink tea and I, I'm sweetened, and I even drink black tea and sweetened. So it just it sounds really I, I weird too. for me. Especially now, I do too. Yeah, I don't. I don't well, really the, do. The secret a whole lot is of soda. to secret is to look for tea that is that is meant to be drank unsweetened. Uh, I drink uh, this Chinese uh, Yunnan black tea, which is well, it's uh, it it uh, well, it's not uh, it's not uh, bagged tea, so it's loose leaf. But it's also they drink it. The Chinese drink it uh, unsweetened. So. If you look, if if you buy a brand that uh, the brand expects you to put sugar in it anyway, then it might not even taste good without sugar. Yeah. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter to me. Um, I'm I'm a water guy. I'm a hydro homie, if you will. Uh, I drink a lot of water, man. Um, I think it's done me a whole lot of good. So, uh, but I mean, I, I'm I'm definitely not opposed to tea. One of my favorite teas, though, man. Ooh, is an Earl Grey tea. I do love me some Earl Grey. Uh, and, yeah, and, and I had to Americanize it, man. Hole. Yeah, well, no, not really. I had to Americanize it. And um, so I was using uh, like your, uh, not sweet and low, what do you call Splendas and stuff to sweeten it up. So I, I wasn't drinking my calories, right? Um, but then, yeah, chilled it down, put a bunch of ice into it. Dude, that's, that's really, really good sweet tea. Uh, I got to say, it, it, it blows the stuff that we drink here in the South out of the water, man. Earl Grey. I don't know. It's the, it's the citrus or whatever that that what, what flavor. Yeah, that that really makes it that takes it one step above uh kind of what you can get around here. Because I think brand? what you can get around here is just sweet water. That's really just mm. it's just it's it's slightly flavored water that is extremely extremely sweet. What brand of Earl Grey do you drink? What brand of what? <laughs> what brand of Earl Grey? Earl Grey, is, Earl Grey is not a brand. It's a, no, I know. It's I don't know, man. Uh, it's it's not that serious. I uh, my store brand. And so in Texas, we have a grocery mm-hmm. store called HEB. Uh, it is it is the best grocery store of all time. If I ever leave Texas, I will be very sad. Uh, because of just the I don't not, not nothing else really. Just just the grocery store. Um, so HEB brand. So wherever that comes from, mm-hmm. you got me. Uh, yeah. What's it stand for? Some uh, we got uh, to speaking his, about so, supermarkets actually. Again. Uh, it's his name. It's his uh, initials, Harold Butt or something. I don't know. I don't know what his name is. But uh, but he's doing he's doing it's good, man. Prices are good. <laughs> is, it, is it like how KDE and XFC used to uh, stand for something, but now officially they don't? I think officially it's still his initials. I just think officially nobody knows what his <laughs> what his name is. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Uh... I gotta look it up now. You you got me. Uh, <laughs> Howard E. Butt. That is that that is what it stands for. That uh, he's got a name like Butt, and he still wants it. He wants that name. Well, I guess he couldn't call it Butts. I mean, honestly, in Texas, he probably could. You'd probably get away with that. <laughs> we got a drugstore up here in Indiana called Butt Drugs, and they made this little. <laughs> <laughs> they made this little kind of uh, 
Well, it was sort of a joke, but I mean, I suppose in the day when they started out many, you know, back in the 50s or whatever, nobody thought it was funny. Yeah. But nowadays, that kind of thing makes people chuckle. So they made this little this little video, the little commercial video, and it actually got aired on TV talking about how people just love butt drugs. <laughs> butt drug got a little jingle going along with it. Butt drugs, butt See drugs. What I mean? You just got to own it, man. You just got to <laughs> yeah, own it. Yeah, you got to recognize what you got. Well, all right, we better wrap up. Uh, one announcement I do want to make, um, Mintcast. Uh, for those of you that don't know, all three of us kind of have Mintcast in our origin story. Um, I still, I'm still a part of the show. We never did that episode, although, by the way. Did we? Uh, what's that? Our, our origin story? Did we do that episode? Well, we met to on the first right episode and then we just went off the rails i suppose well that's that's just the show the show is off the yeah. rails we should have called it off yeah, the rails. that was the whole point yeah um but they need hosts on that show mintcast is the kind of show that kind of works well when you've got more than a couple of people on there um well see but and they see, need if, if it doesn't work when you got more than a couple people on you just got to change the way the show works yeah good luck with that um I I've made so many changes that you know I the fundamental changes that I thought were kind of appropriate I I just knew I was going to get nothing but pushback and if I didn't get pushback I would end up losing a couple of people that I really didn't want to lose so I just thought yeah I'm just going to take what I want to do and make a whole nother show out of it and so now now I'm a little in over my head well <laughs> can lie well 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 <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's fine. Um, but they do need some hosts. Um, so if you're if you're wanting to uh, make a debut into podcasting, um, I'll shoot. Even if you can't afford the gear, maybe I'll, maybe we can pass a coffee can around or something. Um, it's it's really not a huge barrier to entry. I mean, I've sank a lot of money into it, but it's not. If you got a laptop and a and a USB microphone, um, that's really all you need because the built-in webcams on some of these laptops are fairly decent. I suppose yeah. good enough. A quiet room for would something help something like that if you got one. Yeah. Yeah, if you got a quiet place, you can get away for. Now, Mintcast, I'm not going to lie, that's a brutal show to be on. You know is this it? this show right here. Is it a brutal yeah, show three, to be on? Yeah, It can be three hours sometimes. Well, you know, depending on the topic. No, man, like the people that didn't want to be on it for three hours is left at the one hour mark. Uh, that that was a very big thing uh, early on. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't even have to stay the whole time. That's that's the thing, right? Like you just need to get buy-in from everybody. Let them know. Yeah, I mean, you got. Don't be afraid to. Lay down what your limitations are. What are you going to do, Bill? Maybe. Say, no, you must stay for two more hours. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they'll do. It might It might be enough to make a couple of choice people take a good long look at what we're doing, you know. Um, but, yeah, if you're wanting to get your start in Linux podcasting. See, for me, it was, you know, I kind of, I listened to Linux podcasts. That was kind of like my favorite form of entertainment i mean voices like leo's were kind of those were the celebrities in my life you know so when it came time to I, i'm not kidding uh when it came time to uh ha when when the opportunity came up somebody uh announced i think joe announced at some point after leo left hey we need some hosts and i said yeah that uh 
that sounds like me all day. Not really, but I, I really just, it was exciting, you know, to try to act like I was some kind of big shot or something that maybe, maybe I knew enough about this stuff. You just fake it till you make personality. it. I haven't made it either right. yet. I'm still that faking exactly it. That is exactly it. That's exactly it. it. I mean, as long as you can make it sound like you know what you're talking about. Yeah, digging, dig, God knows dig into I what get, I say. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Right. I mean, I've gotten more than my fair share of emails into the show telling me how wrong I am, you know, which is fine because it just means people are interacting with you, which is a positive thing. But if you're if you're wanting, if you're interested and you want to get just try it out, um, get in touch with that show. They are uh, Mintcast at Mintcast.org is their email. They've got a Discord server. Uh, we've got a Discord server. But they've also got one, and they would prefer to interact on there. I guess they, I guess Telegram is another preferred option as well. But get a hold of those guys, and I say those guys. I'm one of those guys. Get a hold of us. Let us know if you're interested, and we'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, if you got anything to talk uh, to say about what we've been talking about, our email address is uh, linuxotc at proton.me. Uh, our web address, our website is linuxotc.org, and there's links on there to all of our socials. I say all of them. There's like three, plus the email. There, there so, is, yeah, we got a Mastodon. A social, so, you know. Yeah, well, we've got a Mastodon now, and we've got a Twitter. Um, Twitter gets, because that's built into the the uh, oh, the WordPress thing, um, they get the show announcements right away on that as soon as that as soon as it gets posted so that's kind of cool there's also a thing on there for facebook but i've not i've not made a facebook account and i've got no i've got no desire to do that get ready linux otc on the tiktok (sighs) we use tiktok for three fat truckers to uh uh, steve does that he he posts new shows on there and he's kind of rage quit them because he didn't like a couple things they were doing like uh, highlights he didn't like that uh, that trivia thing that was popping up for a while. What? There, it's it stopped. But he he got irritated at that. He just downvoted. It was this thing that like, and he yeah. don't see it as much. Yeah, I think it was that was a little bit beyond his technical prowess. But he should be a at congressman. any rate. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> he should be making our decisions for us. Why not? Uh, well, the rest of them do. I really tried to. Oh, well. I really tried to avoid uh, watching long, uh, short form videos, but every now and then, I, then I just somehow find myself on either YouTube shorts. It's called addiction, Norbert. Well, yeah, and the other thing is that uh, <laughs> you can burn up I, a whole day on I it. I haven't been using Instagram uh, at all lately, and because I I, I unfollowed lately. almost all the all the accounts that I was following there because I'm just not using it anymore. And whenever I happen to open Instagram, the algorithm just doesn't doesn't know what uh, posts uh, to bring up for me. So at one point, I just looked at a couple of videos of parrots, and now I just whenever I open Instagram, I just get bombarded with uh, short videos of pets, yeah. uh, mostly parrots. And sometimes I find myself uh, looking at those because at one point I do plan to get a parrot. Yeah, it's the algorithm, man. They got yeah. you. They know you better than you know yourself. Anyway, let's get out of here. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Until then, I've been Bill. I've been Norbert. I've been Leo. See you guys.